0: Well, it's that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond. This is episode number 535 for May 5th, 2018, and I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This week, our guest is Bart Bouchats with a new episode of Programming by Stealth, and I can't wait. How are you doing today, Bart?
1: I am doing absolutely fine. I have this weird problem. I'm in Ireland, and it's too warm. Well, that ain't right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, actually, and it's a holiday weekend. We have like The joke here is that if you have a holiday weekend, it'll be thunder, lightning, and it'll be absolutely god-awful. It's the Maybank holiday weekend. The sun has been out all day today, Saturday. It is forecast to be out all day tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday is forecast to be quite decent, too.
0: Wow, that's just weird. I know.
1: <laughs> it is. It's great, though. I'm getting great mileage on the bike.
0: Excellent, excellent. All right, so what are we going to kick into this week?
1: Well, last time I teased you with some bootstrap, and then we went all nerdy for a bit, and we didn't actually do, uh, we did what we called chit, or chit-chat across the pond, light, <laughs> but that was an interesting choice of words, because it was the GDPR and the DNS system. Ah. Um, now they were light, but they were fun, I think.
0: I had a blast. Those were great. Yeah, our definition of light is different than maybe what other people's would be.
1: Yeah, But uh, yeah, so no code, I think, is the definition of light. Um, (laughs) But we're back to code. So I teased you last time about Bootstrap, but we we had a big picture look. So I, I sort of said that, you know, Bootstrap is this library of it's mainly CSS classes that someone else has written for you. And you just invoke those classes by adding them into things and then the look of things change. Uh, it also does some default styling on HTML to make up for some of HTML shortcuts. And then it also adds new things to HTML that HTML doesn't have. Um, so things like drop, uh, fancy, dismissible call-outs and stuff like that. So, it, it, you know, it's a mixture of making existing HTML look better and adding in new things. And the reason it's called Bootstrap is because it's designed to be the basis for your own work. So it's not an end point, it's a starting point. So instead of having to start from nothing, you get to start from Bootstrap and work you do your own work with you know with the foundation already built underneath you i guess is the idea
0: okay it sounds familiar (laughs)
1: yeah so there there, i i said that well not just i said um bootstrap have broken their own feature set up into four distinct parts and they've written their documentation so that it has these four top level headings and so we're not doing them in order um, because it, it would be really hard to teach that way. So the, the one they have at the bottom of their list is utilities. And that's actually where we're going to start because, as the name suggests, the utility classes kind of show up everywhere because they're utility classes. They're designed to be universally useful. Um, so we're going to start with a look at some of the utility classes. And that'll have two sort of effects. A, the utilities themselves will be useful. And B, it'll get you sort of into the habit of how you use Bootstrap, which is simply by adding CSS classes to things.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So we are going to, before we do that, we have a quick mention of the solution to the previous challenge. Um, The previous challenge was very straightforward. It was um, simply to create some HTML. And I I set a few rules, like I wanted an H1 tag and an H2 tag, but I, I left it extremely open. And you were to do up a recipe for your favorite drink or food. And really, the the point of the exercise was so that you had some, some basic HTML and that you included the Bootstrap CSS into that basic HTML and got it to work. And it was also to be some practice at the old HTML muscle, which we haven't focused on very much in the last few months. Right, right. I'm hoping you found it a, at least a, a fair, easy-to-do challenge. <laughs> I was actually really annoyed because I
0: was done in like 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, man, okay, what good. am I going to do for the next two weeks? And then we put it off twice. I was like, oh, this is killing me because I really wanted to do it again.
1: Well, there's f- no reason you can't. You can make it a longer recipe with more stuff <laughs> in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I wanted to do more more bootstrappy I wanted I wanted more knowledge. I wanted this lesson, so that's why I said I was so excited when I came up. Now, for the life of me, I can't figure out what I did with my file, but I remember doing it and going, "Yep, got it. Boom! Let's do some more." And Then I had
1: bad to wait. news. That file is going to be the basis for quite a bit for all of your challenges for the next couple of times. So you're going to need to find <laughs> it or do it again.
0: <laughs> well, well, I guess I,
1: you can use mine, but
0: I could do it again. I'm sure it's in here somewhere. I just uh, you know I've been I've been to France and Hawaii since we talked last, so I'm I'm barely speak, here. Yeah.
1: I'd forgotten the France was in there too because of the GDPR and all that kind of stuff. Wow, it has yeah. been a long time. Yeah. Um just as purely a matter of interest, do you remember what recipe you chose? It'll come to me. I remember you thinking, <laughs> wow, I would like that.
0: <laughs> oh. I, I will probably oh, yeah, find I, it while we're chatting. It'll it'll come to me. It's in here somewhere.
1: I decided to use this as an excuse to preach my favorite new thing. Um did you did you know that you can roast a cucumber? No. Neither did I until the internet told me. A cucumber. It is bloody well delicious. Hmm. Um, so that's my recipe. So you can have a read and you can have a go. All right. Where did sorry, I put one second. this? Okay, so there's not... Because the assignment was so straightforward, actually there's not really much point in going through my solution because it literally is just an HTML five-page... With with the include for um Bootstrap CDN at the top, I mean there, there's just nothing here to spend their time on. So unless you strenuously object, I'm just going to move us straight into new stuff.
0: Yeah. So all we just refreshing Allison's brain so she's not completely <laughs> lost in this episode. Everybody else who's been following along easily, it's just the Bootstrap 4 CSS that you put at the top. Uh, it's just a couple of things you throw in, and then magic happens.
1: Yeah, so basically if you look at my index.html for my sample solution it's lines 7 and 8.
0: Yeah, so you've got the meta name viewport stuff and then linked to a style sheet and that's yeah. That's it. And then that makes everything prettier.
1: Yep, and that means that bootstrap is there. Now, we didn't do much with bootstrap, right? All we did right. was take bootstrap's new defaults. Right. So today we're going to learn how to start to do a little bit more and bear in mind we're we're, we're picking away at the top of a very large iceberg today. So we are going to do some of the most common of the utilities. And the utilities are a very small percentage of the overall feature set. So, you know, baby steps here. But nonetheless, we'll be doing something real. So because we're going to be... I'm going to basically be telling you about a a bunch of utilities. We're actually going to create a little custom playground for ourselves for you to experiment in. Um, So this is all about adding CSS classes to things. So I've created a really short HTML document which has a heading, a paragraph, another paragraph, a block quote that contains two paragraphs. It includes the bootstrap stuff, and that's kind of it. Um, But what I've added into it is a whole bunch of blank class equals statements everywhere, which is where we're going to start putting those utility classes to see what they do. Blank play. equals? I don't class understand. Class equals blank. As in H1 class equals emptiness. There's nothing, but that's oh, okay. where we're going to be putting in our ah, classes. Okay. Uh, so it's basically just some dummy content so that instead of you having to write a whole page just to put in these class names, here you go. There are some slots here. You can start sticking them in and seeing what happens. This works really well if you use something like Code Runner that gives you instant feedback. Or there is a link in the show notes to the um, least bad Bootstrap <laughs> Playground I've managed to find. <laughs> and you can also find the file itself as pbs53.html in the zip file for this installment so whatever your preferred mechanism is for playing along it's okay. basically just a, a convenience for you to to stick these things as i talk if you like yeah
0: so i've got i'm uh, working in CodeRunner for this example mm-hmm. so good
1: perfect so right now you should just see a very plain looking page that is has a if it has a sans serif font then you know you're all good because it means that bootstrap has come in
0: okay Good.
1: Okay, so the first of the utilities I'm going to talk to you about are the color utilities. Now, we're not going to learn how to do this for a while, but Bootstrap is designed to be themable. So that means that when you're working with colors in Bootstrap, you don't work with red, green or blue. You work with semantically named colors, which the theme then decides what to do. Now, by default, there is a default theme. So when you use Bootstrap, all of these named colors have a sensible default. But not every Bootstrap website will show an alert in the same shade of red. Sorry, a danger message in the same shade of red or a warning message in the same shade of of yellow or an info message in the same shade of blue, et cetera. Right? The, the different websites that use Bootstrap can use different colors, but the point will be that there will be a consistency around all of these things.
0: So within a given website, whenever an alert message comes up, it would always be the same shade of yellow within a given yes, website exactly. that okay. But my website yeah. and your website might come up with a different shade of yellow.
1: Yes. And you okay. would write you would always write using the the semantic names like text-warning or whatever. Oh. That way you can change the theme of your site and it will just do all the right things in all the right places because what oh. you're writing into your code is what you mean and then you can change how that looks later.
0: So I, help me out here. I could create a class called uh, text-warning and put that in yes. the CSS for, for my theme uh, on a yes. website, but how is that different than using it it, it, that sounds like just regular CSS. How is that a a Bootstrapy thing?
1: Well, but, but someone's written it for you. You're not. You don't have to do that. But you just said you could change your theme. Okay, so a Bootstrap theme is another CSS file that you could download from the internet or get a designer to design for you. It may not be something you actually create. All right. So, oh, okay. you could install. You can say include Bootstrap and then include this Bootstrap theme. And then without me writing a single line of code, I now have something I like. Uh, Or you can create...
0: And is this a true statement? A Bootstrap theme, uh, you mean a theme that was created using Bootstrap?
1: No. A Bootstrap theme is like a plugin for Bootstrap. Mm. Lost. Okay. You have Bootstrap. It goes into any HTML page and makes that HTML page have these extra CSS classes. Right. Right. You can then also add another line below it that says link rel equals whatever and put in the URL to a bootstrap theme.
0: But what, and is, then, what is a bootstrap theme is what I'm trying to figure it out. It is
1: another CSS file that will tweak bootstrap a little bit to make it look the way the theme says it should. So it will define that. In this case, text-warning should be purple.
0: So I'm 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 still I'm missing a subtlety and I'm gonna to have to I know we're trying not to bring uh content management systems into here, but right. I have okay. a theme in my that I'm using in my content right. management system that was created using Bootstrap. Is it okay. therefore a what you're calling a bootstrap theme?
1: Absolutely positively. Not forget about CMSs, think of a dumb HTML page. And you can still put a Bootstrap theme in. It's just a no, CSS no. I'm form.
0: Not, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying what we're doing requires a content content management system. I'm saying I okay, have what a what you're theme. thinking of
1: as a theme has zero relevance to this conversation. So it's what a is a theme, theme
0: in this context? Then you need to erase what I know and and give me some other definition it, of a theme.
1: A theme is simply some custom colors for Bootstrap. A Bootstrap theme makes Bootstrap have a different color. Hmm a bootstrap skin think of it as a skin we will we'll use the okay. word skin it's the wrong word and it will not get you no, any google we, no results. we can call
0: it a theme we can call it a theme but um okay let me try to roll with it and see whether i can pick up what you're talking about it's not only about color
1: no but it is very largely about color but oh. not only you're right hmm okay no, no, but well, in let's this keep case for today's discussion for today's discussion it just matters The point I'm trying to make is that when you're using Bootstrap, you are not saying red, green, blue. You are saying semantic words, and they're intentionally named semantically. Okay. So that, you know, you're saying this is a success message. This is a warning message. This is a danger message.
0: Okay, okay.
1: And the meaning of warning can be altered using this thing called a Bootstrap theme.
0: Okay, and so it doesn't have anything to do with saying headings are going to be green.
1: Right, exactly. Okay. So you're saying this heading is a success heading because actually it says I have successfully saved your email. Or... Got ya.
0: Okay, okay. That's starting to separate them for me.
1: Perfect. Starting. So <laughs> bas- yes. So what you will notice is that the same handful of words show up all over Bootstrap. So today we're going to meet them in some of the simple utilities, but those same words are going to come back. So today we're going to learn about text dash success. But later, we're going to learn about button-success, and we're going to learn about alert-success. We're going to learn about button-danger. So basically, the same few words show up in lots and lots and lots of context. So wherever there is something bootstrappy that can change colors, those same names are going to show up. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're going to become very familiar with this handful of names. So when it comes to text color, so if you want to make a paragraph have the color utility text-success you just simply say p class equals text-success it worked exclamation point and that will render that paragraph in whatever color your bootstrap theme says success is which by default is green and it's only color
0: that's all it's going to do
1: that's all it's going to do in this case yes because Uh. it's text-success you're just controlling the color of text
0: how do you how do you remember that that's just going to be color
1: because mm, that's what the document says. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, okay. Afraid, so I mean, is yeah. it
0: got a background color too?
1: Or just the color of the text? No. Just the color of the text because there's a different utility for background colors. Hmm. BG-success, in fact, which we're going to learn about in about 10 seconds.
0: <laughs> Dang it. I really didn't read ahead. I, I Oh, no, it's, it's good.
1: It's a good question. Okay. So text-something is going to change the color of your text and BG-something is going to change the color of your background. So, in terms of text, the following exist: text dash primary, text dash secondary, text dash success. I'm going to stop saying the word text. Danger, warning, info, light, dark, body, muted, white, black, uh, black minus fifty and white minus fifty, which are semi burnt black and semi-transparent white. Oh. So they're all semantic, with the exception of black, white which are actually black and white, and so a theme <laughs> won't change those. But other than that, they're semantic. Does that make sense?
0: Can you define the word semantic the way you're using it?
1: A, okay, something semantic is it's about... So saying that the this the color here is danger rather than the color here is red means that you're talking about what you're trying to convey, not how it should look. Okay. So when we talked about semantic markup in HTML, that you make a heading be a h tag. Uh-huh. Because it is a heading. Right. And then you don't worry about how it looks. That's semantic markup. Okay. So you say what it is, not how it should look, is is what semantic means in the coding sense.
0: Okay. All right. And white and black are not semantic, because they are no, because pure actual definitions.
1: Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, they're descriptions of it will be white. Yeah. So just in case you're wondering, primary is like the most headingest of uh, the most the most noticeable of noticeable things. So if you had an array of buttons, is where you'll very often see this concept. Mac OS has the same concept. Only one of them will be somehow made to stand out. In the case of the Mac, it will be blue. Oh, right. That's the primary. And then all the other buttons are secondary. So within Bootstrap, when you're doing stuff, you'll have the concept of a primary is the thing that needs to stand out. And the secondary is, sub- is you know, okay. it's still important, but it's less than that. Okay. Success is for any sort of positive thumbs up kind of Ooh-hoo. messaging. Okay. So it may be a save button which will be default to green, because that's a successful kind of thing to do. You're aiming for success, so it can still be success. Um, A yellow button would be that there's, you know, beware here. You know, if there's something in yellow, it's like, yeah, you should pay attention to this. And red is your Auga, Auga. So a delete Hmm. button would almost always be button-danger. dash Because if you click this button, you are going to do something...
0: Destructive in some way. (laughs) Something dangerous, right? Okay. Okay.
1: And if something goes horribly wrong it will probably use alert-danger to tell you it went horribly wrong. Okay. Right? Um, text- uh, what have we got? Muted is the other one. Is for something that you want to sort of to not be very obvious. So, so like, if like you your, have an aside.
0: your privacy settings button for the people to go <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes, and Facebook land, that may be how it's done. <laughs> Actually, the GDPR would frown very greatly on using a <laughs> muted text for something so important. But if you had an aside that you wanted to not distract or to be obviously hmm. subservient to everything else, you might say text-muted, and that would just okay, fade so away. this
0: I also know or yeah, other information yeah, you exactly. might want to go read. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: so if you're basically, if you want the text to be subtle, so maybe a subheading you might You'll see this on a lot of big headings where you have like a giant big heading, and then underneath a little subheading, like you know California's greatest blah blah blah. That's okay. often done as text one dash or text dash muted. No, what would and then dark
0: we skipped over text dash info.
1: Sorry, info is for an informational message, so it's not a warning. It's not. You'll often see these on websites with an eye logo, sort of in blue by default on websites. It's like I'm telling you something, but it's neither "ahuga ahuga." This went great. It's just by the by, you know. Okay. You've got a notification. Your friend said hello. It's you know. It's 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 a normal message. Okay. It's informational. Um. Yeah. So I didn't need to skip over info. Uh, light and dark are kind of self explanatory text-body is basically some things by default in html will be some other some other rendering to the normal body text well if you say text-body you're saying treat this as if it was just normal text on the page hmm. okay. so you could have a heading tag but you don't want to look like a heading tag oh you could say text-body to say no, no render the color of this like you do the the normal text on this document oh i actually
0: i like that cuz a lot of times i'm thinking okay if I put this as a heading tag, it'll be easier for screen reader people to to jump right to that mm. information. And yet it's not really that big of a deal. So I've just been using really small heading tags like H4. So it's just barely right.
1: a little bit bigger And that this would uh, be a better way to do You're it. You're going to love Bootstrap because Bootstrap is entirely designed to let you do that kind of thing because you want it to be right for screen readers and also for SEO purposes. Uh-huh. So with Bootstrap, you can use the right HTML tag and make it look any way you like. Yeah, so gonna learn and not about lots annoy of cool
0: tags. The people who are
1: just reading. Exactly. Yes, best of both worlds, have your cake and eat it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um. So if we have an example that you might want to do, a block quote is the kind of thing that you might want to have as muted. So using our little sandbox, if you find the block quote tag, there's only one of those on that little page,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you have the empty class equals, if you just put text minus muted in there, then you should see on your code runner that, it becomes a dimmer color. Oh yeah. Okay. So we're going to keep tweaking our little block quote over time as we learn more. So for now it's just got a different color. Not very exciting yet, but you know, we've done we've done that we've done a thing, right? <laughs> this is how bootstrap works. You apply classes could. to things.
0: Yeah. Just because it wasn't hard doesn't mean it's not good.
1: Precisely. And again, the habit is all you're going to be doing with bootstrap is putting classes everywhere. Classes, 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 classes. So the next thing is background colors. So you're, you can do those as utility classes, and they all start with the prefix bg. And strangely enough, the names are extremely similar because, like I said, you're going to become really good friends with these names: bg-primary, bg-secondary, bg-success, danger, warning, info, light, dark, white, and transparent. Interesting. So some of the names don't Not... show up everywhere. There is no, there is no text-transparent. Because that will be a very odd thing to want to do. <laughs> There's there is also no dashboard. black 50 and white 50. There isn't, yeah. So they don't always... not The same names show up all over the place, but the same names aren't always available to you. Yeah. So you do need to do a bit of RTFMing sometimes. It's generally speaking, a library written by sensible people, so it generally does what you think is sensible.
0: <laughs> Which Is generally. that something we've always run into? <laughs>
1: it is Bootstrap 4. Oh, okay, so it's involved. So it's there, it's by the Cherry here, right? They, Yeah, it took them a while to get to here. So if we go back to our example, so we have our little block code. It now has class text-muted. Let's put space bg-light in there to give it a little... Give it a little subtle background. You don't want anything too auga auga. You can try if you want to make things look really horrible. Put like um bg dash danger in there if you want to really go mad.
0: Hey, this is interesting. In in uh, I'm I'm surprised at this. In Code Runner, it does it real time. I don't have to run it.
1: Yes, that is that is the joy of Code Runner.
0: Yeah. Or okay. one of
1: the joys of Code Runner. That's yeah. why that's why I love it for this purpose. Uh, so as I say, if you want to try to go mad, you can say um, bg-danger, and then you might actually want to change it to text-white to make that work.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I did danger and it didn't look too good.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the bg only ever affects the background and the text only ever affects the text color. So you may find yourself having to use them in combination so that things are readable, right? If you do... Bg dash danger and text danger they will be exactly the same color. <laughs>
0: now I'm noticing that is not a good idea. Uh, the link uh, it, that's in this block quote that you gave us, um, so mm-hmm. the block quote he gave us has two uh, two things in it. One is just some text, uh, just a paragraph of text, and one is a uh, is a link. And the link is staying blue. It is not turning white when the class of right. the block quote it's in says to make the text white.
1: Right, because a link with text is not plain text. It should continue to look different to the text. The link should continue to be an obvious thing. Yeah, Bootstrap won't make your links invisible. Yeah. And I put that link there to show you that.
0: By the way, just just a complete aside, but something that still irritates me, the company I used to work for decided that they wanted their branding to be the most important thing, that all internal websites should be branded and look exactly the same, which meant you could never figure out where you were. Uh, But one of the things they did (laughs) was they decided that links weren't blue and underlined. Or blue. Cool?
1: There's an old saying that it's a good thing web designers don't design cockpits or we'd all be dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's
1: funny. What happens if I pull this lever? The wings <laughs> fall off. <laughs> ah! <laughs> okay. Ah <sighs> Anyway, so okay, so we've we've have a muted little background on our on Well our you do. <laughs> okay, yours has gone something spectacular. <laughs> Okay, so the next set of utilities, so we now have our colors for background and foreground. The next thing that you very, very often want to do is put borders around things. So there are bootstrap utilities for adding a border. And this is where the power of bootstrap really comes, starts to shine through because the classes are really well named and really, really get to the point. To put a border on all four sides of something, you say class equals border. Well, that's easy. That's very easy. If you only want a border on the top, or the left, or the right. You can say border dash top, border dash right, border dash bottom, border dash left. Oh wow! I wanted that a long time ago. Yep. Now you have it, thanks to the utility class. Very, very, very utilitarian. I find. Would that
0: work on an image?
1: Yep. Anything, huh. any, any HTML anything. element, as long as you have that Bootstrap class included at the top, you can say class equals border on anything, and it will get a border. Wow. So the next thing you might want to do with your borders is... I'm sorry, them that,
0: that may actually be my favorite thing you've ever taught us.
1: <laughs> I'm so well, the reason it's called Bootstrap is to help you build a website without doing the donkey work. Now you're seeing the value, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. I'm just going to go put borders okay. around everything. <laughs> I mean, I know I so, could have before, and I, I'm sure Helma's screaming into her uh, device right now as she's listening that I could have done this, but I just it's always hard.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you could say style equals border colon one px comma black comma blah 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 missing something there but <laughs> yeah. like it, the css for it is much much longer than saying class was border yeah much longer and then of course <clears throat> when it comes to coloring it in the css would still get more complicated so you can color the border so by default if you just say border it only says there will be one and it gives it the default color for borders which in bootstrap land is a subtle sort of a gray so sort of a very subtle border yeah if you want to make that border sound out a bit more, there are named colors for border, and you can probably guess that they are border minus primary border minus secondary border minus success danger warning info light dark, and white.
0: I must have done something wrong border dash primary I would have thought would be something I'd be able to see, and I can't see anything
1: did you re- did you take away the border?
0: So, does it have to say border and then border dash primary? Yes, it does. Ah. So, tell so it to put a border means there. I want
1: a border and border dash primary means I want it in blue. Do you also so you have to spell border
0: to... correctly? <laughs> that appears yes. to have slowed me down. Okay. Ah, good. I'm glad I made that mistake because I, if I hadn't, I would have later on gone, what?
1: Because I would have yep. eventually and made the mistake. I would have pointed it out to you in about 10 seconds, but it's much better when you make the mistakes first.
0: Yeah, because then it's you remember. Better.
1: Yep. Uh, the next thing you might want to do is round your borders because that is very oh. trendy. Oh, got to love them. So rounded just border. add the class rounded. Just rounded. Nothing just, more.
0: N- wait, border dash rounded? So everything,
1: leave everything you have in there and just put space rounded. Oh, come on. Deadly series. Not even border dash round, they just rounded. So border border dash success rounded.
0: Because it wouldn't make sense for the text to be rounded.
1: Exactly. Wow. You can also only round different bits by saying rounded dash left, rounded dash top, or rounded dash bottom, and it will do two. You know, so the two at the left, the two at the right. that's crazy talk. Look at that. There's also rounded dash circle to give you those very modern fully circular thumbnails that are all in these days.
0: Rounded-circle?
1: It will generally only work with square things. And what it does is it sets the border radius to 50% of the height.
0: Um, yeah, mine's a big giant oval now.
1: Yeah, it works well on images. It doesn't really work well on paragraphs.
0: Ah, okay. I'll try that later.
1: You see it on a lot of themes, though, where if you look at the, the hero images, they're all little circles. Well, they're not. They're they're ordinary images with a border-circle, dash circle, or rounded-circle oh. circle
0: them with bootstrap. Oh, I see what you're saying. Where the image has just been cropped into a circle?
1: Yeah, by rounding the border.
0: By rounding the border, it crops the image.
1: Yes. Wow. So normally you're only taking a little bit off each corner of the image by rounding it, right? It's very subtle. But if you make the border radius 50%, then you end up with only rounded bits, right? Because if it's a square and you take 50% and 50% and 50%, well, now it's all all edge. Uh, It's all round, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: So a circle so, I mean, by definition is fifty percent round.
1: Yeah, it's like four... if you make the radius, if you make the radius half the diameter of the square, mm-hmm. which is not really how you normally think about squares, <laughs> half the um, what? What do you call the side of a square? Half the side. So we call it half the side of a square. If you turn that into a radius, then right. you will end up with a circle.
0: But I wonder why it doesn't do that right on on a text.
1: Because it's a very unusual thing to ask it to do. Well, like I mean, oh, oh a because it's wider square. than
0: it is tall. That's why.
1: Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute, but what if your image is a rectangle?
0: Won't it also do an oval? Well,
1: then it'll also do that. It'll also do that oval thing because it will use fifty okay. percent of the width and fifty okay. percent of the height. So you you will end up with that oval either way. But that's gotcha. what I'm saying. To make it look like a circle, like it sounds, you want a square. Okay. Gotcha. So the next, okay. So as an example, we can now add a little border to our block quote. So it still says text dash muted, bg dash light. And now we can add border and rounded. And now things are actually starting to look pretty darn decent, to be honest. I'm just going to pop those in.
0: Wait a minute. So you've got text dash.
1: Muted, m-u-t-e-d, space, bg dash light, space, border, space, rounded.
0: Okay. I'm just going to get rid of all the glop I did and make it at least be what you did. And they can be in
1: any order. They can be in any order. And remember that in, in HTML, the separator for classes is just the plain old space bar. That's neat. Yes, So no commas or anything, just space. And as I say, they can be in any order. The, the order is completely irrelevant. Um, and so now we're getting close. We now have... A, a subtle background we've dimmed the text a bit so it doesn't so it leaps out as being obviously different uh with a little rounded border to make it less harsh uh but what we definitely haven't gotten right yet is the padding and and the margins around our little call out so shock and or horror, the next group of utility classes are all about margins and padding okay and you will find those referenced in bootstrap documentation. bootstrap talks about those two concepts as one. Hmm. It refers to padding and margins as spacing. Yeah, that's reasonable too. Kind of, it is reasonable. It's very reasonable. I'm really uncomfortable with this
0: part. I'm not used to this kind of reasonable stuff. It's,
1: it's their insane. fourth. It's their fourth go round. It actually makes an awful lot of sense. Yeah. So the rule for the C, there are lots and lots and lots of classes here because there's so many possible permutations. So instead of telling you every permutation, I'm going to tell you the rule. Okay. The rule is a property optionally followed by the sides minus the size. So the property is always going to be one of M for margin or P for padding. So all of these classes start with an M or a P. Okay. The side can be T for top, B for bottom, L for left, or for right, X for left and right, and Y for top and bottom and blank or just not mentioned means all four sides please so if i wanted uh margin left it would just be ml ml minus and then the size of margin you want so the right. size is an integer from zero from uh 0 to 5 0 means no margin 1 means a small margin and 5 means a huge margin huh And it can also be auto for situations um, that you can get into where you would normally in the CSS write um, margin-top colon auto. So you can just say ML minus auto. But that's only going to come up if you're doing positioning and stuff, which we're not looking at today. So for today, just think of it zero to five. So if you wanted a big margin on all four sides, you would just say M minus five. Hmm. Or M-5. dash If you want yeah, like a very the, small margin. Yeah, like the dash better. Yeah. So M-1 dash will give you a small margin. Or no margin, M-0. dash And the padding works exactly the same way. Hmm. So as an example, PX-1 dash would be a small padding on the left and right. And PY-3 dash would be a big padding top and bottom. Or, you know, a middling size. 3 is middling.
0: Does yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. I'm just so changing we, the numbers and watching it do it, and and changing the letters.
1: Yeah, and yeah. you can see it's not it's not actually unsensible. Um, and then the last so in this case of our little example, I what I actually want is some asymmetric margins. So I'm actually going to say, leave everything else we have in place. I'm going to say p dash two. So that's easy, a padding of two on all four sides, please. Then I'm going to say m dash three. So Give me a margin of three on all four sides. And then I say ML-5. What? So make the left margin five. Oh.
0: And
1: instead the way of having Bootstrap go, is written... Instead
0: of having to go MR, yeah. whatever it is, instead of doing the other three sides, you do all of them and then change
1: one. Yep. And Bootstrap oh. is written so that if you do all, that, if you basically the all has a higher priority. So it... it, it it takes care of all the sides. Sorry, the all has a lower priority to a specific side. So you can just say, do them all this way and then do the left one that way. And the left one that way will have a higher priority than... So, Do you, do you have to care about the
0: order you write it? Could have nope. we have written ML5 and then M-3 after that?
1: We can write them in any order, but the precedence in terms of the CSS is provided in such a way that the ML will always outrank the M. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Because I've been... Yeah. It's higher
1: specificity, right? That is exactly the word. Yes, they have written the CSS in such a way that its specificity is higher. It's almost so like it, it will behave in this sane and sensible way. It's such a great word, though, specificity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. The other thing that this helps me with is, uh, to be honest, I spend a lot of time scratching my head going, okay, which one's padding and which one's margin? So margin is, is where the thing is sitting in the page and padding is when the text starts inside the element.
1: So if you imagine the border as being the obvious boundary point, padding is inside, margins are outside.
0: Yeah, I don't have to know that. I can just type one of them and go, whoops, not that one.
1: <laughs> yes, that is true. That is very true. And this is so much easier than trying to figure out what the sensible sizes are, because the bootstrap people have worked out what what the... Cause it, you end up with these kind of rules for how you should have your margins and your paddings relate to each other so that the text looks nice to a human being. Hmm. And so then you end up with these kind of, you know, you have to imagine a grid and then you have to do all of this math, so you have to imagine the golden ratio and all this kind of stuff. And it's really hard to do nice typography. But if you use Bootstrap, it's all been worked out for you. You just choose between one and five. And what one means and what five means have all been calculated so that they look good.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. I And I assume so, you can override that in some way with your a bootstrap theme, theme if you wanted to.
1: Bingo, yes. So it's mostly about colors and these kind of things. So what does it mean to be one to five? Well, by default, it means this. And if you want it to mean something else, do theme, and then you you specify in your theme that two means whatever. Yeah. 5 I I don't know. Yeah. It would be very silly. It's up to you. So... The last, uh, I think it's the last. No, yes, it is the last. So the no, last more. Set of, <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't. It's the last. Do you think we've well, a little bit more to do before we wrap up today? Okay. Um. So the the last collection of utilities are all about text alignment and font. And so, in terms of text alignment, you get text minus justified, text minus left, text minus center, text minus right. So basically instead of having to to write out this full CSS, you just say text minus justified, pink it's justified. Text minus right, it's right. Text minus center, it's center. So again, it's just a utility. Uh, there are also font properties, font dash weight dash bold, font dash weight dash normal, font dash weight dash light, font dash italic, and font uh, sorry, and text dash monospace. And then we have the text transforms, text dash lowercase, text-uppercase, and text dash capitalize. So these are all just shortcuts for CSS, but they're useful shortcuts.
0: So now this is interesting. In some cases it uh, these classes do affect that link that you created. Uh, so yes. y- the link is, says Bart Bouchat's." When I made it text dash uppercase, Bart Bouchat's" also became uppercase.
1: Yes, cuz the link is inside the paragraph, so the, the sort of the normal So is it only the color that doesn't change? Right, which is true if you were writing raw CSS, that would be true too right
0: okay what about uh, some people like links to be underlined would that also be unaffected
1: uh well if you okay so in bootstrap they underline as you hover over them oh huh. oh look at that okay uh, which is done by the colon hover metaclass pseudo class not metaclass pseudo class so we're we and able the colon link pseudo class is how it looks When it's not being hovered over, and the colon visited pseudo class is what it looks like when it's a link you visited. The colon active class is what it looks like while the instant it's being clicked, which (laughs) used to matter in the days of slow internet and doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) Yeah, you never see it. You never see the colon active these days. Uh, You used to, though, because they used to go red in Internet Explorer 3, and I saw red links a lot. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So we've got, we can align our text now, we can uh, set properties of bold, normal, uh, let's see, light, italics, and... Mo- oh, and monospace. I missed that one. I was busy. I was changing the font Yeah, which fonts. is useful. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to try something. No, 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 no. Okay,
1: font. Well, while you're trying. Um, what, what I have done in the show notes is finished off our example by adding some classes to the two paragraphs inside our block code. So our block code we finished with last time. So it has text muted, bg light, border, rounded, p2 m3 ml5 right so that's done so in the first paragraph which is the actual quotation i have font dash italic and font dash weight dash light which again fades it into the, the you know it makes it a bit more ethereal feeling having it the text uh, having it font weight light and, and italic because it's a quotation and then for the attribution for who said it i have said Font weight bold and text right, which is how we normally see quotations reference, right? The name of the person is usually hovered over to the right. And right. so there's now a screenshot of the finished product. And what we now have is a nice little call out box that says, Pretend I said something really witty and clever. Barbu
0: <laughs> So let me back you up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm having trouble figuring out how I'm going to remember when to say font dash and when I'm going to say text dash. So uh, font properties font weight. Dash bold, but it's text dash monospace. Why didn't they say font dash
1: monospace? Um, because in the under Oh, the, I, if I could, if I knew that, I wouldn't have so much trouble with CSS. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I've, I've uh,
0: transformed my text to uppercase, and when I change it to uh, do text dash monospace, it doesn't do anything, which is.
1: Um, Maybe there's a typo. Maybe, but Maybe I've that. messed with uh, it a little I'll bit. Pick, I'm gonna pick the first paragraph and just. So you're saying? Let's see. Text dash monospace. Hang
0: on. Well, actually, I'm not sure. I can tell when it's monospace. I assumed it would turn into some sort of courier-looking kind of text.
1: That's what, exactly what I thought it would. Okay, I may have. Is it possible that one really is font
0: dash monospace?
1: Uh, I may have misread the documentation, so let's go see what the Bootstrap website has to say.
0: Okay, where do we find that again?
1: Uh, bootstrap uh, com? Is it get bootstrap.com? Getbootstrap.com? Yeah, GetBootstrap. Get bootstrap. Bootstrap.
0: There, I just I started typing it. So, documentation. And then
1: if you go to the documentation, and remember that we're looking for the section on utilities in the sidebar. Yeah. So click into utilities, Good. it then expands out, and we are in the text utilities. Okay. And then we scroll down beyond text alignment, beyond text wrapping and overflow, beyond text transform, beyond font weights and italics into monospace.
0: Text dash text monospace.
1: Dash monospace. Hmm. Why is that not working? It
0: does look great. Right. By the way, that was good to make us go back through that again.
1: But it's not working for me. Why is it yeah. not? Yeah.
0: Let's see if it works over in the uh, dummy page. Let's see. Let's do. It's weird
1: because I'm doing exactly what's in their example. Text p class equals like I'm literally doing exactly what they're doing.
0: Run. How do you make it go?
1: So wait. There's a run button up the. Oh, there it is. Yeah. That is really weird. Hmm. That one doesn't. That's not working for me either. So I don't know what's
0: going on there. We'll. It isn't anything to do with uh, some something more specific. Causing? Well, no, it, do because
1: you think? I'm. Well, no, in my case, I'm putting it into a bare paragraph. I'm not even adding it into the one with all the other stuff. I'm actually using the very first paragraph in here. I'm just I'm doing oh, okay, it literally, so it's exactly like it is in their example. Oh, okay. And it's not this working for matter-
0: me. No, you know what? There's a dot in front of it, Bart.
1: No, no, that's that's how you write class, right? Okay, that's in the documentation. Whenever they they don't say the class, they just say dot text monospace because oh it's I see it's there I it is.
0: Well, here I'm gonna write. I'm gonna just copy their HTML and paste it somewhere like outside of your divs down here below everything,
1: and that's not in monospace. Well, that one isn't working. Maybe maybe there's a bug in Bootstrap 4.0. Actually, we we're in Bootstrap 4.0.0. 0. 0. They have a more recent one, which may mm-hmm. have bug fixes in it. Interesting. I may need to update my CDN link. It is interesting. How
0: exciting. Well, let's figure out there how we go. do that.
1: Uh, yeah, because it's gone to version 4.1, and I've noticed I've included 4.0. Oh, actually, here's an interesting thought. If I got a 4.0, uh-huh. does the monospace class even exist in 4.0? So oh. at the top of the documentation, there's a dropdown.
0: Okay. So now if I go oh, back to yeah.
1: utilities... And if I go down I to know. text, text alignment, text transform, and font weight, like it doesn't exist in 4.0. They added it in 4.1. And oh, if you look at the top! But like, we just learned that,
0: that, that was is very productive. That is very productive. So now we need to teach us how to change the CDN link. Can I just change it to 4.1 where it says 4.0? No, no because
1: the integrity uh, SHA one hash won't match. So we actually have to go to Getting Started in the side menu.
0: Okay, go to Getting Started,
1: and then the. the Copy and paste under Quick Start. You have CSS, and it says copy and paste. Wait, wait, wait! So, Quick Start. Uh, oh, and their Quick Start still has the four point. Oh, oh, that's annoying. Oh. oh. no! Sorry, on the top menu, I ha- you have to put it back the latest. Sorry. Okay, hang on. You're losing me. So I'm in bootstrap. Okay.
0: Com. I went to documentation. So in the and top started- menu.
1: No, no. Okay, so in the documentation, and there's a purple menu at the very top of the screen. Yes. On the right of that, there's a collection of buttons, one of which is download, and then to the left of that, there's a version number that is a yes. drop down with a little triangle. If that change doesn't change
0: four point one 4.1.x? 4.1.x.
1: Okay, perfect. So if you change it to 4.1.x, and then after you've changed it to that, then go to getting started, and, and then under quick start. Hang on, getting this.
0: started. Let me find getting started. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. And then you have quick start, and uh-huh. then you have CSS.
0: Yes, so if you uh,
1: copy and paste that.
0: Whoop. Okay. How about that copy button there? And I do I replace everything inside
1: So that whole link tag. So all of line eight.
0: All of line eight. Oh, including the word link. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yep. And I'm gonna replace all of that.
1: And look at that, it's just gone in monospace. Look at that. Yay! Oh, that was fun. That was great. That was really good to do, actually. So there we go. So we're, we're really learning how to be developers now because we're working our way through documentation. We're solving problems together. This is what it's like to be a developer. <laughs> right? This is what I do for a living. No, it's not like this at in.
0: all. It's 14 hours from now when you discover what the one thing,
1: oh, come on, they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Or I've been staring at the same screen, and my brain has read that as TH all along, but actually it's been HT for the last five hours, and that's why nothing <laughs> has worked. But that's why you do it
0: in a collaborative method, right? Because you Body start coding. reading it this out loud to somebody your, to your buddy, and all of a sudden you go, oh, come on, it says HT. Jeez,
1: pardon. Now, I, this happens all the time where you, you say to someone, can you just have a look at this for me? And they look at it, and they titter. And they go, come on, what is it? <laughs> Pubic class main. Okay. <laughs> Switch those two around. <laughs> Public class. There we go.
0: There you go. Uh, so okay. the, the one I it. find is I can describe it to, say, Steve, who isn't taking programming by stealth, and I just tell him, just listen to me. Just sit there and pretend to nod and pay attention, and then all of a sudden I'll go, oh, come on, I can't believe I forgot that. I don't even need somebody else to, to participate. I just need them to pretend to listen.
1: Yeah. That was Yeah, actually, cool. that's true, because it's often I'll try to explain the problem, and before I'm even finished explaining it, I'll go, yeah, actually, no, I'm done, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just
0: it out. And they shake their heads and go, okay, that was cute I, uh, I
1: believe that's called rubber duck programming, by the way, because you don't need a human being, you just need a rubber duck, and you explain <laughs> it to your rubber duck.
0: <laughs> that's right, we talked about that.
1: We did. Maybe. Anyway, as a practice... Go ahead. Sorry. For the listeners, we have a bit of latency these last few days on Discord, which is why it sounds like we're being rude.
0: No, I'm just, just rude, Bart. It wasn't... It wasn't <laughs> uh, okay, We're having fun. Okay, so where were we?
1: Practical example.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So to put it all together, I'm going to do another full example. So we did kind of work together for the block quote, but let's do a little bit more. So let's make an aside from my recipe about cucumbers. Um. So a little did you know box, which is a perfect example of what you'd use info for, because it's it's not a warning, right? It's not an auga a a cucumber is a member of the Nightshade family. And it's not a warning. And it's not success. It's just by the by. And that's kind of what the info is, is sort of for. So I'm going to make a little info box. Uh, it's got to have a heading and it's got to have a paragraph. And because I like semantic markup, I'm going to use the aside HTML5 tag. So aside, class equals m-5. Give it a really big margin so that this little card really stands out. Border-info. dash um, Rounded. Interestingly. Oh, sorry. I did write it correctly. Border, and then border-info, dash and then rounded. Yeah. So that yeah. means that the whole aside box gets a, a sort of a, what do you call that? Teal, aquamarine? Yeah, teal's a good description. Not, teal, okay. What do non-colorblind people call it? is <laughs> what I was going to say a colour um, they can't um,
0: see because <laughs> it's between it is, green and blue
1: it's it's a greeny bluey like the colour of the sea aquamarine Anyway, there you go. Bondi uh, blue? Not quite no I never had one of those as an iMac anyway um, <laughs> inside our aside we have an h2 for the heading uh, which I have said bg-info so it becomes that same teal colour text-light because otherwise I can't read my actual heading and P two, so it has a bit of padding so the text isn't bounced up against the edge of that now stripe of teal.
0: Oh I and think we a subtlety. You did border dash info and now it's BG dash info. So, right. so it became the is same is color, color the of teal. Aside.
1: Exactly. Huh. So okay. the border is the border is on the aside tag, so it covers the heading and the paragraph, so that border goes all around. And then the background is only on the H two tag. Yes?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. But they're the
1: same color, so they blend nicely to give you that sort of a a look of a card with a heading. Yeah. Inside the paragraph I've said text dash muted P two. So again, a decent size padding and mute the text so it isn't too obvious. And you know, it doesn't leap out for attention against the rest of my page. And that's that. We yeah. now have a handy little, you know, non distracting did you know?
0: Right, right. So that so was that, pretty you know, easy.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that, that's the joy of Bootstrap Utilities. They are very utilitarian. <laughs> so I have a challenge for you again. Okay. Um, I would like you, first of all, using everything we've learned today to just improve your recipe from last time, just to make it a little bit nicer. The um, First thing is find something that you want to call attention to. Either some sort of warning, you know, don't poke this with a fork or it'll kill you, (laughs) or a factoid about something or a warning message. In some way, make some part of your recipe need calling out and then use the appropriate, you know, info, warning, danger. Make something stand out, obviously, using one of those named utilities. Okay. secondly, bulk up your recipe a bit so that it has a couple more tags in it, because we're going to want to play around with some other stuff in the next few installments. So I need more in your demo. So I need an ordered list of some kind. So sorry, a bullet. I need a bulleted list. I need to fix the show notes. A UL, not an OL. Yeah, Uh, I need a block quote somewhere. And I need you to use the figure tag somewhere. So the proper HTML um, five figure tag that you will find somewhere back in the show notes. And if possible, if you can find an excuse, it will be nice to have a, a definition list DL tag in there as well somewhere. Um, I haven't quite figured out how to do that, which is why I've sort of said, you know, see if you can be more creative than me. I don't know what a definition list is. A definition list is that lovely kind of list everyone forgets about. So <laughs> I use, so a definition list has a thing and then a definition. Oh, okay. So, which is why I'm having a hard time <laughs> like forgetting the recipe. They're <laughs> the name-value pairs exactly.
0: Oh, yeah. um, you could have um, an ingredients list would be a would be a definition almost, couldn't it be? So like the one isn't, and cucumber, one half and tablespoon, or one half tablespoon and olive oil as two separate things. Yeah, it's more of a table though.
1: It's, it's really trying to bash it in, so it doesn't quite fit. Because I like, you know, I made you make that a table for a good reason. Because I want to be able to style tables. Ah, okay. Um, so don't don't make the table. Our go ingredients away list is a like... table.
0: I forgot that. It's been a while. Mm, yes. Okay.
1: Um. So maybe the list of
0: utensils and why you you know. Oh no, what, I know. How about some definitions like whisk a glossary. Yeah, like, how many times have you read a a recipe where you'd really like to know what shill means or, you know, some Mm. bizarre word you've never heard of?
1: Brilliant, that's perfect. A a little glossary for any fancy cooking term you use anywhere in your recipe. Because that's exactly what a definitionist is for. What it is I'm defining, what the definition is. That's why it's called the definitionist. Yes, a glossary. Perfect. You've nailed it, Alison. I will update the show notes.
0: All right, great.
1: (laughs) And this is, we're being a bit contrived here because basically what we're going to be learning about is that you can use Bootstrap to make Bulleted lists. So you already have a numbered list because I made you do that last time. You already have a table because I made you do that last time. Uh, that's why I'm trying to fill these out a bit so that we have more little bits of example to play with, and then we can style them all using the stuff we're going to learn in coming weeks. Okay, this sounds fun, and it's not going to be very long, though. Well, the final piece might. Oh, good. Make any other improvements you think make sense. Ah. So keep playing until you're bored. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy pants, yeah. So the sky's the limit. Have fun, basically.
0: <laughs> this sounds fun, and it's picked a topic. Maybe when we're uh, when we're done, we should have everybody submit the recipes.
1: Yes, the reason I picked recipes is because I love cooking, and this way, <laughs> if people get all excited and start sending me the recipes, <laughs> I have more recipes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I might cheat and go
0: through and and pull them out of uh, paprika. The one that I like. I think I wrote it by hand, but I could easily export it and then start messing around with all the formatting. That way I don't have to just type.
1: You may notice a lot of the headings I made you use last time are very like paprika because all my recipes are in paprika. and That's what I was working off. Yeah, if anybody isn't using paprika, you should be. Mm. And version 3 was a lovely upgrade a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, this has been fun, Bart. I love it. Excellent. Excellent. And this is the great thing about learning about Bootstrap at this stage in our journey. We've now learned how to do all these things the hard way. Yeah. So when I teach you the easy way, you love it because you've done it the hard way. You've <laughs> suffered. You've been in the trenches.
0: The only thing I didn't see in here was anything about the weight
1: of the border. There, that's because that isn't something Bootstrap gives you. Oh. That would be something that your theme might provide. Okay. So basically, Bootstrap gives you a default sensible-looking... You know, Bootstrap basically makes a lot of decisions for you, and if you don't like the decisions, well, then make a theme.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Which is not a bad way to go. I um, mean, and you then can still do custom
0: CSS, right?
1: Absolutely, totally, yeah. I mean, this doesn't in any way preclude you from doing anything else you want to do. This just takes the heavy correct. lifting away, right? Yes, exactly, because it is not designed to be a finished product. It's designed to get you to not start at zero. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just, Just don't waste time on doing stuff that, you know everybody has to always
1: do. Exactly. And th- th- this is why Alistair, listener Alistair found, I think he was tweeting that. Um, no, he, he put it in he our Google Plus group. group. Google Plus, that was it. Sorry. He's social mediating. Um, <laughs> that he, uh, he had a website he wanted to start. And rather than starting from scratch, he just used it as an opportunity to play with Bootstrap. And it very, very quickly, he had a really nice website um, that is, um, we we haven't learned how yet, but he did and um, that is entirely responsive so i went to it on my iphone it behaved perfectly i went to it on my mac it behaved perfectly i went to it on my ipad it behaved perfectly cuz bootstrap gives you responsive design by default and we're going to learn all about that in future installments cuz that is one of the magical magical things it does it just using a few named css classes it just gives you a responsive design
0: let's give him a little plug it's at orangemoth.nz as he would Where you say you download his his apps yeah yeah He's starting to do some app development. All right, Bert, this was cool. I promised I'd get you out at the bottom of the hour, so uh we should
1: cut ourselves off right here. You're one minute to spare, Allison. Perfect timing. <laughs> uh, what show is this one again? Oh, I'm getting I have too many outros. Um until next time. Oh, ha- no, not happy snapping, that's the photography podcast. I think it's not happy say, computing. Patch and say secure. <laughs> happy computing. It must be happy computing. Okay. Until next time, happy computing. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Chit Chat Across the Pond. This show
0: is not supported by ads. It's supported by you. If you learn from the show, or even if you're just merely entertained by the shows, please consider supporting the show. If you go to podfeet.com, there's a big red button in the top banner that says support the show. If you click it, that will reveal to you several ways to contribute. You can pledge a monthly amount using Patreon. You can use the Amazon affiliate link for your country. You can make a one-time donation using PayPal, or you can record a listener review, which is an awesome way to contribute. You can always chat directly with me via Twitter at Podfeet or email me at allison at podfeet.com. You can join the conversation in Facebook by going to podfeet.com slash Facebook or on Google Plus at podfeet.com slash Google Plus. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.